Greetings, D&D players, enthusiasts, and observers alike, and welcome back to Chronicles of Kriath. My name is Emma, and I will be your DM today and every day that this wonderful campaign exists. As usual, let's go around our virtual table and introduce our players for this evening. So, going around the opposite direction this time, we have Gia. Oh, hi! I didn't see you there! It's me, Gia. I'm playing chat with a reborn sorcerer. Uh, here to have a fun time with my friends like normal. Indeed. A fun time coupled with Eldritch Horror vibes. What could be better? We move on from said Eldritch Horror to Rosie. Hi, I'm Rosie. I'm playing Elon, a champion fighter, and um, Chatwood is actually frightening. I finally found that out. Indeed you did. And it is very frightening indeed. But not nearly as frightening as the amount of flirting that goes on between... Well, unknown flirting that goes on between Elon and the character of this next player. We have Nathan. Rule on forever. Uh, hi, I'm Nathan, and I play Rubo, uh, Asimar, Rogue Paladin, Fuckboy Extraordinaire. Fuckboy Extraordinaire he is. And we now go from son to father. And uh, we introduce the wonderful Jeremy. Hello, everybody. I'm Jeremy, and I play Damien. Damien is a... Uh, I can't say simple man because everybody gives me dirty looks. He is a normal blacksmith with a little bit of magic touched in there. Um, and apparently he's really good with horses. We figured that out last time. Apparently so. And the one who talked those horses into joining them, uh, his character at least. Last but not least, we have Andrew. Yes, I am Andrew playing Thael Thu, reborn lizard folk, cleric and druid. Apparent horse whisperer, but also horse harmer. Indeed. <laughs> Robin Tina forever! Yes, poor, poor Tina. Last time, our wonderful adventurers set out in their new horse-drawn cart and took the scenic route around the waters of the Cernval Pass to head on their way to Escargo Island. Uh, they planned to make a pit stop in the snakeskin fields, hence their detour, but along the way came across a group of bandits who ambushed them just around the lake. In the process of taking care of these bandits, Thalthu managed to accidentally shoot and um, wound the horse Tina, also known as Sugar Cube, as being dubbed by Chatwin. But the group managed to take care of these bandits fairly swiftly and are now hanging out in that area as the sun begins to set around them. So as we come back, the chaos of the battle dying down a little bit. Where is everybody at? Damien is consoling um, Tina. Tina's bleeding pretty bad. She still has a starry arrow sticking through <laughs> her stomach. And she is barely keeping up at this point. If I'm able, if uh, Damien isn't doing any magic-y things, I'd, I'd like to cast Cure Wounds. <laughs> I don't want to step on his toes. 
I do not have the means to do that. I'm simply like petting her face and like, it's a, it's all right, girl. It's all right. We'll get you fixed up in a jiffy. Sorry you had to go through that. I truly am. Felthu, why'd you shoot Sugar Cube? It, it, it was an, an accident uh, I, had, I had missed. Well, to, to be all honest, I haven't actually shot a, a bow and arrow, I, I think, ever, perhaps. It's a lot harder than it would seem. But I, 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 can, I can fix this, I assure you. With that, you would be able to step up and cast your career wounds. Yeah, I'd like to do it at a uh, third level, which is... Cure wounds is a d8, therefore it is 3d8. Dirty 20. Or just 20 HP. Nice. Yeah, and you are able to... Uh, you step up to her, kind of giving her a pat before you pull this spectral arrow out and immediately seal up the wound so that she barely has time to like cry out in pain. And it looks like it was never there. And you see her kind of like stop, look over her shoulder like towards you and sort of snort like, thank you for doing that, but I'm still mad at you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not guessing. Speak with animals for a while now. Maybe I'll have a talking to. Um, as far as everyone took damage, is me and Thialthu, right? I took a little bit. Yeah, I hit him with six points of damage. Okay. Uh, who looks worse to me, Damien or Thialthu? I guess that depends. Uh, how are you guys looking? <laughs> yeah, no, no. Damien has a small scratch on his like leg and is coughing occasionally. Yeah, I'd, I'd say Thialthu's generally okay. He probably does have a, a decently nasty cut, but not paying it too much mind. Okay. I'm going to walk up behind Thialthu, who's helping the sugar cube right now. And I'll just kind of like put my hand on his back and uh, cast Lay on Hands for five points. And then with that connection I have to him, do an another five points. So he's going to get 10 points from me on that. And then I'll also walk over to Damien and uh, kind of take a look at the cut on his leg and go, Ooh, and I'll kind of like rub my hand over it for a second and use my healing hands to give him six hit points back. Nice. Yeah. You guys would watch as Rubo kind of walks up to you guys and in different ways delivers this healing to both of you. I caress you both gently. Sorry, Damien. I tried to uh, uh, keep it um, angled away from you best I could. Oh, that's not a problem. Uh, just next time, tell me to hold my breath if you're going to gas up a place. It smelled awful. I got a bad taste in my mouth now. <laughs> that That's what y'all are worried about. Oh, that's true. You've never seen her do the magic thing. Her magic's interesting. Oh, shit! Elon! Elon, I'm so sorry. I should have warned you beforehand. I'm so sorry. I know I... Uh, I'm, I'm shit... <laughs> I'm sorry. I know that scares people sometimes. I should have warned you beforehand. Uh, I, I, I didn't. I, 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 I just. I just have one question. Mm-hmm. Why does it do that? Magic's weird. <laughs> okay. I mean, she's not wrong. It's pretty weird. Elon, you've seen some weird ass magic in your day. None of it got this weird. None of it got that dark. Can I roll deception? <laughs> if you want to, deception versus insight. I think she's done this before, and I was like, yeah, I guess it is. 22. Oh my god! Actually, that was Santa Beck that did that before. Oh, fuck. But Damien's gonna look around at everybody and be like, alright, 
do y'all think that we should go a little bit further ahead and rest when nightfall comes? Or do you, would you like to rest here with the, our no longer living friends? Yeah, can we can we clean out the cart? Right, I should probably. Okay, I'm going to just kind of... <laughs> I, I uh, immediately want to start looting these bodies. I, I'm going to go over and take the body from Chatwin. Just reach out and pick it up with one arm and walk off with it. Okay. <laughs> I, I just start feeling pockets down and everything like that. Investigation good, sir. That's a natural 20. Uh, my investigation is, I think, just a plus one. Yeah, I'm going to say that you find over the bodies 30 gold. With that nat 20, you would find probably an additional 10 gold in gems. And then out of one of the leader's pockets, you would go ahead and off of the sister with the long braid, uh, she seems to have a bit deeper pockets. And as you reach into one of the back pockets, you pull out a small scroll. Interesting. Can I unravel the scroll and look at it? Is it just writing or like, does it seem like a magical scroll to me? You unravel it, and this seems like a magical scroll. Got, like, runes and stuff on it? Mm-hmm. I go, huh. I don't know what this thing does. And I, like, <laughs> I almost go to just toss it. And then I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Chatwin, you want to look at this thing? Oh, sure. Oh, also, was it the long-haired one that had the cool claw things? Yes, it was. It was the long-haired one that had can the I, claw Can I see things. those, too? Those look pretty cool. Yeah. You can pull those off and they do kind of like... Is it like bronze like claw things that fit on the like the fingertips? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. They're not necessarily fully on the fingertips. It, it almost goes on kind of like a glove contraption so that there's more grip on it and it's less flimsy. One of these sisters was a crafter because um, this actually looks pretty well made and it straps on with various like little uh, bits of leather that kind of come over the hand, kind of like an, a more open glove that doesn't entirely cover all of the hand. But the claws on the end are sharp. This is cool as shit. Anyways, I'll read that scroll. <laughs> if you need someone to like resize that, I could probably do it. I mean, I would absolutely be... I don't... I just have... I pull out my little shiv. I just have this thing that I've been using. It's not very well made. I mean, I got it a while ago. So it's not It's not very well made. It's just kind of it, like... So... Stash it away again. But yeah, I'll I'll, I'll look at the scroll um, for Rubo. Alright. And you go ahead and uh, take a look. This is a spell scroll of second level that appears to have the enhance ability spell. Oh. Uh, this is a, a magical um, scroll, Rubo. It uh, makes it so you can cast a spell uh, to make you a little a little better at something, a little more adept for amount of time. Here. No, keep it. Oh, are you sure? You found it. I don't really get the spells thing. I, I, I know how to use some magic, but it's kind of weird. Okay. I mean, I'm sure we're going to find a use for it. Okay, I'll roll it back up and stick it in my satchel then. While everybody's doing their own thing, Elon's going to start helping, kind of removing the bodies, putting them on the side of the road, not in the road. And I'm going to say he takes out his journal and quickly sketches what a Triton looks like. 
Alrighty, go ahead and make me a straight intelligence to just see how well how well you're able to sketch this. Uh, it's a 14 on the dice, and there's no modifiers in my intelligence, unfortunately. Alright. Uh, some of the proportions are kind of lopsided, but you definitely get all of the main features in. I can fix it later. Thank you. Just wanted that. Mm-hmm. Anyone else? Do any of these guys have daggers on them? There would have been a couple that had uh, daggers in their pockets. The one with the braided hair in particular would have had one on her. A couple of the bandits would have had a dagger like um, on a sheath along with their swords. Uh, I'm going to try to just steal a couple throwaway extra daggers so that I can throw them around and lose them if I need. Okay. You would get three. Cool. I put on the cool bronze claw things. Click, 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 click. You do with long nails. Click, 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 click. Click on the I, I go, can, can you scratch my back with those things? I mean, it probably hurts. They're really sharp. I can try, though. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. It's okay. <laughs> okay, I'm going to scratch your foot's back. <laughs> All right. I do wear chain mail, so you gotta, you're like scratching through. You're scratching through my chain mail? <laughs> okay, I'm going to say there's two ways you could do this. You can make a... Either make me a sleight of hand to um, to avoid try to avoid hurting him, or make me an attack roll and see if you <laughs> even scratch through the chainmail. In the first uh, place. I rolled sixteen for my sleight of hand plus one at seventeen. Nice. Yeah, with the chainmail there, you're a little hesitant at first, but you're able to sort of maneuver the claws so that you're able to still scratch. But with the chainmail in the way, you're able to do it in a way that um, you're actually able to use the chainmail to more to your advantage, so that you're actually gripping the chainmail and using that to scratch his back rather than the oh chainmail. right there yeah that's it yeah, oh good. a little a little higher okay oh. there you go my friends oh. pat you really hard on the shoulder oh. wow these are pretty cool. I like them. Not that that's this way. If people get too close and I don't like them, I can scratch them. Like a like a cat. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get back in the cart. And as you start to climb back into the cart, Chatwin, you kind of realize that the sun is getting closer and closer to the horizon, and it's it's starting to get a bit dark. Hmm. We should probably not camp right next to um, the bodies. I don't really want to skin to attract animals. We could keep going, and I could, for those who have trouble seeing in the dark, I could help with that. I just cast light, and I'm like, we could just have some light, too, I suppose, if we want to keep pushing on. We're also we're also not in a hurry. I mean, maybe we should, I agree, maybe not camp right next to where we murdered six people, but. I would say killed people in self-defense. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm. I definitely murdered one of those guys. I, her face was half melted, and I kind of feel really bad about that in hindsight. But like, I got really used to fighting the zombies, and I stabbed that guy straight through the skull. Do we want to try to not kill people in the future? I have no way to avoid it. Everything that I can do is very, very lethal. <laughs> it's a dangerous world. I mean, I've had to kill people before. It's just, I don't like having to kill people. I gave them two verbal warnings. I would recommend that we just travel another, like, ten minutes down the road and start to set up camp. Mm -hmm. Maybe we travel back ten minutes, but face the cart 
the same direction that we are heading. So it looks like if someone else comes, we hadn't gotten to them yet. Or do we go forward and turn the cart around? Fair. We could just tell them we ran into bandits. Yeah, what's what's the point of lying? I can only presume that happens semi-regularly. My whole reason was that if we turn the cart around, we're less likely to have people just come bother us while we're sleeping. Yeah, let's just go forward like 10 minutes and then set up camp for the night. All right. And with that, you go ahead and usher the horses forward as much as you can convince them to with all the craziness that has happened today. Yeah, I'm going to like be like, we're just going to go a little ways up ahead and find a place for y'all to graze. and It'll be all right. We're, we're just going to go up here and take a rest. Can you do that for me? Tina snorts. I'm so sorry that happened to you, dearie. She huffs her way along. Definitely not as enthusiastic as Rob. Rob's jumping up and down like, we had a fight, we had a fight, we had a fight. That's awesome. Basically. Tina's just like, get me out of here. (laughs) But you guys make it a decent enough ways down the road that you're not reminded of the people that you killed. And you're able to set up camp for the evening. I, I can keep a watch if somebody wants me to, but before we kind of wind down, I do want to just kind of very sheepishly approach Elon, kind of really nervously reading my hands together. <laughs> I'm, I, I just wanted to apologize again. I didn't mean to scare you. I don't say. Uh, I know I throw people off sometimes. You're fine. I just, that uh, was, it caught me off guard. The magic I've seen, we have our own little nicks and knacks and stuff in Kreef, but I mean, every time I've seen magic, it's usually, uh, you know, flish and swick and whatever. I have a question. Is that because you're 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 half elf, right? Yes. Is that because you're half elf, or I mean, it, I was really young when I first started casting stuff, and it wasn't always. It was a lot a lot nicer when I was younger. You know, you grow up, things get more realistic. I guess <laughs> it's probably because of yeah, what I am, the half elf. I mean. <laughs> They have a section in Kreef where if you're a mix, you know, if you're not just a human or just an elf, where they stay. I've, I've been to the darker side of those alleyways and it's not really great. I, I've had people like reach out when I was a kid and just grab me begging for food and almost getting violent about it. One tried to just steal my shirt so i never really understood i I don't want to offend you i I don't but i oh no no magic's not taught down there so i wasn't sure if that was why i'm trying to figure it out so you know no it's all right um i mean i wasn't i wasn't taught anything it just kind of happens one day I, i i i went abroad to learn a bit more about it but you know, any any questions you have, I I I it's a bit hard to offend me. Trust me, I've heard it all. <laughs> so, no worries, then. All I know is that whatever you did on the ship, something about that wasn't great. You now you're you're fine. That's all I want to say about it. And I know that you said something to us on the ship about trusting and stuff like that. And I've been realizing we're all a little odd, except for Damien. I mean, you seem you seem fine. You seem normal, you know. 
I Rubo has weird wings that I still am incredibly curious about and I am going to pick his brain about it one of these days very very soon uh, he has no choice I'm going to ask him many questions about it Thelthu uh you know I am very interested in him as a person too <laughs> Damien's very nice uh you you seem very you seem very very nice too I you know no offense we all kind of have our either own secrets or weird knickknacks so yeah anyways sorry I just I yeah I wanted yeah. to uh, just clear that up a bit. I don't... Most people run away screaming. <laughs> You're fine. But yeah. You know, elves sticking together. and what? Okay, I'm gonna go to bed. So <laughs> I turn around and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, Aelon's gonna go straight to bed. Like, I'm done. <laughs> so, who's taking watches? I know Chatwin said that she would... Elon will probably offer like one of the shifts as well, and they'll do it as well. I would actually like to take a, a night of rest today. Yeah, I'll take first watch then. All right. Is Thelthu or Elon taking second, third? Whatever you want, Andrew. I'll take second. That's closer to midnight. I'll do third. And so, uh, Chatwin, as you s- walk away from your awkward conversation and settle down. For your watch, the horses are grazing off in the corner, and everyone is dozing off to sleep. The voice pops in the back of your head. (sighs) Well, that was interesting. What was? Well, your friend's reaction to your magic. I mean, everyone has an interesting reaction to me. I'm, unfortunately, an interesting individual. I'm more interested in that thing he said about... um, what was it? You saying something on the board about trusting each other. <sighs> I, everything that was said on that boat was not coming from me, and you know that. So nothing that was said on that boat counts. Oh, I know. It's just fun thinking I got away pretending to be you. Hmm. I'm just going to sit and I'm just going to sit on my sleeping bag, my bedroll, and quietly keep watch and ignore Sandevec for the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she would continue making little jabs about like, can't wait to do it again. That one. <laughs> for my perception. Yeah, you're you're so distracted by her little jabs every once in a while that you're not really seeing anything at this point. You're just concentrating all of your willpower on not punching yourself in the face just to get her to shut up. Just put my head in my hands at one point, just like, uh, why is this happening? Shut up. Fuck off. Figure out how to get me out of your head and I will. I'm trying, you bitch. Trying isn't good enough anymore. That's your excuse for everything. Uh. (laughs) See, I don't see shit. Yeah. No, you, you do not see shit. As the time for your watch slowly comes to an end. And you go ahead and go wake Thelthu. 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 Yes. Oh, sorry. Uh, Oh, no, I wasn't. Okay, great. Uh, It's your turn. Sorry, I'm having a weird night. I'm going to go to bed. All right. I slink off ashamed of myself. (laughs) And you slink off and leave Thelthu to his watch. Which, good sir, I will need you to make a perception check, please. Of course. 
and just for the sake of it, I would also I'm going to add the knowledge of a past life because it's a skill check and we're resting and why not? So it's a 19 plus 6, 25 plus 1, 26 in total. I see it all. You do indeed. But most of what you see are small animals scampering about in the darkness. You see a fox at one point, which is probably the most interesting wildlife that you see throughout the night, coupled with like a couple raccoons and whatnot, as you keep watch over the camp. But at some point while you're sitting there, that familiar pressure of your visions would kind of come back into the back of your head. Yeah, if it's familiar, he's going to, you know, focus on it. All right. And as you focus in on it, you retreat into your mind, expecting to be greeted with a vision of home, a bit more of a piece of who you are. And you are greeted with something that seems like it should be familiar. You see almost as if you're looking out of your own eyes now. Uh, This looks like your height now, but... You see a hillside turn almost into rocky cliffs and maneuvering around ledges as you're kind of calling off to another lizard folk. Uh, I'm not sure that this is safe. And he goes, it's fine, Thelthu. Just keep going. That's the point of the competition. And... You're doing your best to maneuver your way through and another taunt of unless you're too scared comes across and you almost feel like yourself like tense up for a moment. Your actual fist rather than the blessing that you've been living with and you continue on almost a bit too recklessly because as you step on another rock... You feel it give way out from under you, and that's where the vision ends. And you return to the here and now as the stars shine overhead. Yeah, he's just, just going to stare, not even at the stars, just kind of out into the forest, kind of thousand-yard stare ahead. Probably a little past when he's supposed to wake up Elon, but we'll eventually remember about that. Just, yeah, uh, go over to him and kind of gently kind of... <laughs> like slightly like with his foot kind of kick his shoulder mm. it's uh, <sighs> about time I uh, believe right I'm gonna take a moment to mention that I remember Aliana and she would not be in my hair while I'm asleep so th- there you go Um, no she would have left to find her own little nook to sleep in but Elon is going to stretch yawn like, all right, go get some sleep, Thotho. Sleep, right, right, sleep. And I'll kind of walk off to a tree. You, you okay? Uh, fine. Fine enough. All right. He's going to get up and kind of like, kind of go out a little bit, like where he can start to stand there and stand watch. All righty. Make me a perception check as you stand your watch, good sir. <gasps> ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, sorry. 21. <laughs> I rolled a 19. I was like, yay! Yeah. Um, the remainder of the night passes by fairly uneventfully, but as the sun peaks up and over the horizon, 
around the time where you would start doing your morning stretches, you can see a couple like lone travelers wander past your camp, kind of give a wave um, as they pass by. They look more like nomadic individuals than bandits, as you previously encountered. They don't seem like any threat. Okay. But the sun rises and beckons you all to wake. Or rather, in Chatwin's case, Santhavek screeches in your in your head and is like, "Get up!" Yeah. Gee, fuck. Jeez. Every time. <sighs> Good morning, Elon. <laughs> morning. <laughs> oh, dreams. It's funny. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Chatwin. Since you're the one first one up. I was thinking, I'll trade you secret for secret one day. I'm both repulsed and intrigued. Same. I'm gonna go kick Rubo awake. Oh! oh, oh did, I, did I miss morning stretches? The what? The Elon's morning stretches. I, I mean, if you want, sure. Oh, you want to join? Yeah, sure. Yeah, you look like you could use some muscle buildup. Come on. I, I scramble and get all my stuff together. And uh, kind of walk over, and I'm like, uh, "All right, yeah. I, how do you do this?" I sit and comment on Rubo's form the entire time. <laughs> we do a whole like touch your toes and stuff like that. Pretty much a stretch of the arms and the shoulders, yada yada yada. How does it? Can you turn? Can I see it from the side? I mean, he turns. Rubo like starts. To do, like do the touch the toes thing, he's like bending down, falls over because like, he's distracted, staring at Elon. <laughs> oh, uh, Elon's ass! <gasps> scrambles back to his feet, and he's like, oh, "Sorry, I got." Uh, you just need to work on your balance more. It's probably why you fell off the cart the other day. Well, I mean that and the, you know, the wings. Yeah, it was probably the wings. I tried to fly. You should probably practice that when we get more time i could try it now sure i mean see if you can make a a a light breeze and wake damien at delta up okay i actually don't know how i make them happen is there is there a check i can make emma to like i don't know i feel like always the wings come out in combat is like a reaction to me uh and he's still figuring him figuring him out so i'm gonna say make me that would be acrobatics. Okay. Well. <laughs> Uh-oh. I do have disadvantage on this, which I doubt I roll lower, but... Uh, two plus two, that's a four. I think... I think I, I assume I can't get him to pop out, right? No. On that? Okay. I think he just sits there for, like, five minutes, and he just has that, like, I'm pooping expression on his face, where he's just like... <clears throat> Like straining super hard, he's like flexing his back to like he he does some arm flaps to like <laughs> see if that activates him. You're you're gonna pull something. You should stop. <sighs> I I, th- I think I got it this time. <gasps> Just like blood vessels popping. You try so hard, you actually poop. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh, I'll be right back. <laughs> I run away. That was terrible. Elon's just standing there like. All right, let's uh, wake up the others. <laughs> Goes over to Thelthu, like touches his arm, shakes a little. He d- he doesn't respond. 
Just like staring ahead. Felfu. Uh, oh, what is? Oh, it's morning. He just looks at you and he's like, "Are are you are you good?" <laughs> oh, I, I I think so. Have a strange question. Have you ever dreamt of your death? <laughs> um, I mean, I was, I had dreams of falling, but I never like died. Yeah, falling. Yeah. Falling. Anyway, I suppose we're getting a move on. Y- yeah. Yeah. Rubo walks back up at this exact moment. He's like, "Uh, sorry, I ran away for no reason." You're fine, Rubo. Get Elon's gonna get his like canteen out or whatever to, whatever he has, and he's gonna unscrew the lid, give it to Felthu, and just like take a drink, please. Shake it off. You'll be okay. Oh, all right. Is it water? Or- yeah, absolutely. I don't. I don't have anything else. He'll take it and take a drink, like a very, very like short one, and hand it back. Just a nip. It's not wine. I'll go wake up Damien. 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 I go, I go, Chowen, let's jump on his bed. I swear, if you do that, Rubo, I'm going to use you as the hammer to put any nails back in our cart. Ah, he lives. Okay. <laughs> Damien's going to start putting his things away. <laughs> hey, so how, uh, Elon, can I see your map real quick? I just wanted to check, um, see. Yeah, here. He's going to hand it over. Take that. How close are we? Are we getting close to, because I'm looking at the map now in real time. Um, are we getting close to that northernmost city um, by the lake here? What is it? Uh, what is? How do you pronounce that? Garibia? Garibia. Yeah. The main path that you guys were following keeps very close to the water. So you've been within sight of the water for the majority of the time. And since Garibia is kind of um, towards the opposite coast, there would be like a branching path visible from where you guys set up camp. But it looks like that city's off a ways, but it would literally be about like a couple hundred feet ahead of you. The path is a couple hundred feet, but the city's maybe a couple miles or something. Yeah. Okay. Um, are we needing anything once we get to the next city? I'll pull up the map, give it back to Elon. Um, or do, are we just going to go right through? Damien, do you have a pamphlet? Do you have a pamphlet on that town? Is there anything interesting there? I don't know, but I think we should at least pick up some food for the horses. Maybe a few treats uh, after the rough day they've gone through. Sugar cubes for sugar cubes. Yeah, can we can we get like a good solid break while we're there? Yeah, yeah. That's what's if that's what you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. No offense. The, the road. Traveling's a big. Oh right, you you don't you mentioned you don't travel much. I I like to be comfortable. Sorry. No, no, it's 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 okay. I I I didn't travel much until recently either. So, I mean, we're not on a time crunch. So, it'd be nice to see stop and see what's there. Alrighty. Sounds good to me. I I go Chowin. Maybe maybe they can make me a snack. Right. I'm hoping there's a bookstore or something. If somebody asks me. If one more god-awful person asks me where the library is, I'm going to lose my shit. Do I have a pamphlet on this place? You don't, actually. It doesn't look like your daughter's been here before. Oh, well, I might pick up a pamphlet while I'm here. Something new for my daughter. You know, overturn the government. That's pretty cool, actually. We uh, 
We're going to get to visit a place your daughter hasn't visited then. Yeah, that's actually really cool. Be something I can give her for change. Let's go then. All right. And off you guys go, taking the little fork in the road um, up towards the city of Garibia. It takes a couple hours, actually, a little further than uh, you thought it was going to be. You guys kind of start heading up, uh, and it gets a bit more, rather than kind of like a mix of beach and like plains grass, the grass seems to sort of recede as the sand of the desert kind of creeps in as this is still sort of on the very outskirts of the howling dunes technically and is considered part of that territory for rubo and chatwin who grew up in the area you would know this but chatwin you know that your friends and or at least your grandfather's friends in the andrus isle have done business with people over here and they've described it as a fairly prosperous city that does well with trade and is fairly technologically advanced. Mm -hmm. As you guys kind of come up to this city, it almost starts to look like a ghost town surrounded in this sort of fog, almost like a sandstorm had blown through and receded recently. But there are very few people on the streets. Those that are they're sort of ducking from place to place very quickly, like out one door in another. No one's really staying out there for very long. You see a couple drunks passed out in the street, but... You said that my grandfather does business with some of the people here. Would I know of any of them? Like anybody that I could approach and be like, hey, you do business, you know, with, you know, my grandfather of the Andrews Isle, and just kind of someone that I could ask somebody like direct us to so we have some sort of guide to the city you wouldn't know necessarily a person off the top of your head you were never introduced to anyone you were more this was more of like a tutoring thing like when you were taught about different areas and the connections that um, the Andrus Isle has with the rest of the world since they're much more extensive than uh, most would believe coming from a very small island like the one that you lived on. So you would know more business areas rather than the people running those businesses. You would know that he did a lot of trade to your chagrin. He would have done a lot of business with alchemists in this area. Yeah, I just, it's just, I know the type of business that he conducted not really the people that he dealt with. Exactly. Okay. Hmm. I mean, we can just wander then. I I know my grandfather has dealings with some of the people here, but I can't say I know any of them. So we can just wander. I know there are some alchemy shops that I would like to visit if anyone wants to come with. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to go. That sounds cool. Are we all sticking together or do we want to split up and back somewhere later? I'm going to split up and just take a look. Okay. Is there, are there like stables or something where we can put our horses for the time being that we're here? You would see one further down the street, yes. Yeah, well, we can take the horses and uh, put them up for the day while we wander. Does everyone want to meet back at the stables if we're all splitting up in like an hour or two? That sounds fair. I'll go buy some uh, food for the horses. Is there anything you wanted to do, Thelthu? I wouldn't mind sticking together. I don't have too much to do here, I believe. Have you ever been here, Thalthu? Not that I can recall. 
I didn't know if you passed through when uh, you left. Aren't you from these fields we're heading towards? I possibly. Uh, I believe I took a boat from a coastal city around there. Uh, Bark uh, Barkaby. I don't know if either of you, or anyone's familiar with it. Rather, I've never heard of it. Aelin's gonna pipe up at Aliana and it's like, um, Aliana, do you want to come with me or hide in someone else's hair? I mean, I'm already here, and from the looks of this place, it's not really somewhere I'd like to be flying around by myself. Okay. Where where are you heading off to, Aelin? Unless it's private. I mean, I'm just curious. Really just a breath of fresh air, kind of. I, I also don't feel familiar in other towns. I like to take a look just to kind of, you know, gather a little bit of information, make sure it's, you know, okay, see if I'm being watched and stuff like that. Who'd be watching you? You'd be surprised. Uh, if you see anybody watching you, let us know. I'd be happy to help. Absolutely. Are you sure you want to wander off alone? Yeah, I'm sure. If you're just wandering around, we could all stick together. I'm sure. No worries. Okay. Damien, here. Here's uh, three gold for, you know, like, I guess my share of horse feed and what, whatever. Oh, don't worry about that. I've got some money. All right. I'll meet you back here in about an hour or two then, guys. Okay. Um, I don't know how far it can be reached, but um, I have this. I'm going to take out this little whistle that I have and give it to Elon. Um, I have this little thing right here. I, depending on how, it's not the loudest thing in the world, but if we're close enough and we hear it, then, you know, just in case there's any trouble. Here, I'll give you a little whistle. But if you do use it, let me know so I can clean it afterwards. Yep. All right. I'll just put it in my pocket unless I need it. Elon's going to run off. So, remind me really quick where everyone's going. Chatwin and Thelthu are headed to find what? I'm looking for Alchemist Shop and any bookstore, library, reading material. I was place. going with Chatwin, too. Okay, so it's the three of you. Elon's uh, going off to scope out the town. And then Damien's going off to buy horse feed. And grab a pamphlet. Okay. Alright, so I'm going to roll for who we follow first. And it looks like Elon's first. Fuck. <laughs> so we got an issue, Emma. Okay. Aliana's with me. And I'm thinking about it, right? Like, you know, the whole thing, Dirt of Fae Wilds and stuff, like having makeup on that long and everything, you know, th that was really, really uncomfortable. And the fact that it's now becoming more and more frequent. And also, this has been like, what, now two days and a night and stuff with makeup on. I have to go find a spot. Then no one's going to watch me and take off makeup with Aliana there. Or I'm just going to tell her to hide in my hair and don't look. Are you Are you actually going to do that? Yes, I am. If she looks, I guess, is uh, a whole other matter we need to discuss. But she's more going to look at you as you ask this and be like, well, you could have just said you needed to be alone. I don't care, but you got to tell me. Look, I'm I'm paranoid about this, okay? Because part of me thinks that someone from Kriav could have followed me and see all this. So I'm, you know, I I'm paranoid about that, and it's just something I'm I'm not comfortable with at all. What's 
What's so bad that you're so worried about someone from your own town following you and finding out? I don't think any of you would understand. I mean, I'm not going to unless you help me. <sighs> Fuck. He's just gonna do take off his makeup in front of her. Fuck it. Okay. And as she kind of looks and watches you take the makeup off, like, she's still fluttering there, her little butterfly wings, like, slowly going, keeping her up in the air as she kind of hovers. And as you kind of stand there looking ashamed, kind of waiting for a response, she goes, wait, that's your secret? Yeah. Elon. This is a family secret. I am a family secret. And that? is nothing to be ashamed of. Who you are is nothing to be ashamed of. Your family's not here. Thank God. That secret has not followed you here. No one here is going to give a shit what your ears look like or what your family thinks. I get it. But God, this hurts. Fuck. Exactly the reason why you probably shouldn't keep hiding it. Hold on. I'm a roll for something. God damn it, it's a 20. It's a natural fucking 20. I'm gonna give my makeup to Aliana and it's just like, put it in my bag so I can't run away then. And we'll see what the fuck happens. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, starts to step out to public as she, like, goes back in his hair and just like, whew. All right, all right. Step, takes a step, backs up. No, no, okay. Just whispers in his ear. You got this. Shut up. He's going to eventually step out and go back to the group. <laughs> God damn it. Alrighty. And we will cut over to Damien. Damien's is going to be pretty straightforward. He's literally going to go get like some feed, apples, uh, like a bag of sugar cubes, and then go find a pamphlet. <clears throat> if he can. Uh, yeah, the feed store would be pretty straightforward. Probably right next to the stable. <laughs> yeah, it's right next to the stable. Old man runs it. Very kind. Um, gets you what you need without really trying to strike up a conversation. Doesn't look interested in that sort of thing. The pamphlet would be a little harder to find, especially since there's literally no one around to ask where the welcome center is that would have one. So go ahead and give me a quick investigation check to see how long it takes you to find it. I, I missed the MLA investigation. Damien breaking a fourth wall. That's a six. I'm assuming I get lost. <laughs> Very. Like, by the time you finally find this place, you're like, wait, fuck. What roads did I take to get here? If I find the place, I'm going to look at the person I'm getting the pamphlet from and be like, how do I get back to a stable? Because I took so many turns trying to find this place. I don't even know where I lost my shoes. And they're still on my feet. <laughs> and the clerk behind the counter is a, a young woman who seems more interested in being left alone than answering your questions. She grabs a pamphlet from the side along with you and starts kind of like looking and it's like you're going to want to take a right out of here walk about five blocks down take another right keep walking until you see the blacksmith's 
hoof above the sign. Then you're going to take a left and you should see the stables at the end of the street. I appreciate your guidance. Thank you very much. And he's going to put, he'll put a silver down and leave. And at that, she'll kind of swipe the silver. Just be like, have a nice day. And he will try to follow the instructions. Take a right, five block down, take a right, walk till I see the hoof, take a left. You will follow the instructions as we move to uh, the rest of the group. So, pretty simple. Because I, I guess Rubo and Theotheo are just tagging along for my errands, um, it sounds like. Uh, so, <clears throat> I just am swinging by the alchemy like supply store. I'm going to get a couple more little empty vial things to keep um, specimens in because I've filled up a couple of them and just see if they have any interesting ingredients, potions, anything like that. See if they have anything too interesting there. Anything that catches my eye. Yeah, you step into this alchemy store aptly named the Warlock's Brew that has kind of like a potion bottle for a sign. And you walk in to a completely empty store with shelves stacked with various potion bottles and alchemy books of various types. You see some back shelves with some equipment, some of it looking much more valuable that's hidden back in glass cases. But there's literally nobody in here. You don't even see a store clerk behind the desk. It's eerily quiet. Okay, I'm just... I just need a few more specimen bottles, so I'm just going to grab these and leave a gold on the counter. Okay. Take a look around. What the fuck? I'll just take my specimen bottles and... What's it? Does, does this mean it's free? No, of course we're going to pay. Just leave your money on the counter. But what if there's no one to take the money? Are there price tags? I mean, I'm just guessing. But it's something. If you glance over, you would see them each marked as, like, two copper apiece. Oh, great. In that case, I'm going to get, um... I'll just get five and leave a silver. Is there anything else interesting here? Not particularly. This seems to be a more alchemy-based store. Like I said, there are some potion bottles. Is there any discernible poison? Make me an investigation check. Okay. That's a... uh, Yeah, so 15. 14 plus 1. Okay. With a 15, it would take you a minute to find it because it looks like they've been kind of... The potion bottles that are on the normal shelves that aren't really hidden away... And on some of those, you would see, like, some of the, like, minor poisons, like, mainly what's used for, like, uh, taking care of rat or pest problems, down to, like, some poisons that you know that while they're meant for, like, use in other things to get rid of, like, bigger animals that you don't necessarily want around, for example, you've seen many an assassin buy larger amounts of it in order to poison people. Yeah, I was looking for maybe something I could, like, apply to a weapon. Yeah, those would be put in a glass case that's locked. Can I pick the lock? Thieves still check, my friend. 
That's a 19 on the die. Dex and proficiency, right? Yeah, so that's uh, 23 total, 19 plus 4. Easily. I, I pop it open and I, I grab whatever is there. Do these have price tags on them in the case? Uh, yes. A vial of the poison that's there looks like a standard. It's marked with like serpent fangs on the label. That one has a price tag of 200 gold. Okay. Can I walk back into like, or like go to where they had like some of this like rat poison stuff and look for a poison of a similar color? Yeah, you can find one pretty easily. Cool. I also grab one of those like test tube things or whatever that like Chatwin had. And I want to like swap the venom out into the like branded snake one you were talking about and then put the cheap poison in the expensive bottle and the expensive one in the cheap bottle okay i'm gonna need you to make me a sleight of hand check for that sir it's not super good what's my sleight of hand oh plus five though so 13 total you you definitely spill a lot of it in the process and don't fully fill up either vial by the time you're done when I put the other one back, I kind of like try to put it on like a lean where it like leans forward. So like it looks, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you get it to a point where you're like, I think that's good enough. And then I, I relock that cabinet and I set down whatever the cheap amount of money for the rat poison is on the counter. That would probably be like five gold. Cool. I put five gold down on the counter. Alrighty. And I go up. Everybody, I got some uh, some poison. Anybody else get anything good? No, I got what I wanted. My passive perception definitely didn't see any of that shit. What kind of poison <laughs> is this to add to my... It is serpent venom that you would have swapped out. Perfect. Finishing up here, I do want to try to find a library or a bookstore. I would like to look for my typical range of books. Anything on things, you know, in terms of necromancy, possession, any sort of... Um, Genesian creatures, um, my normal array. I would also like to just take a glance at any notice boards around and just see what kind of public record is in the way of, since we're up in this area, any wanted posters. It's been a while, but we're in the area. I chat one wants to double check just to be sure. Okay. So. You go looking for that bookstore first. You definitely find a bookstore before you find a library. You guys wander in, again, very eerily quiet. There's almost nobody in there. You don't see anyone behind the counter. And you wander through through shelves, get a lot of the same information that you did from the library in the Feywilds. Nothing really new. No books on genies at all. Yeah. Seems like that's the rare kind. As you kind of round the corner to get to sort of some of the dustier, like, back shelves that not a lot of people seem to frequent, you nearly trip over someone, like, leaned up against a bookshelf on the floor. And as they turn to you, you see the face of this, like, middle-aged man, like, mid-50s, slightly graying hair. This long mop 
of hair that he's kind of got is barely hiding some of the disgusting like boils that are starting to like pop up on his face and his neck as he kind of like leads over looks at you goes help me ah i jump back like 10 feet at the side of the boils and that's where we're going to leave it for today ladies and gentlemen how dare you do this to chat when germaphobe darcy (laughs) 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 oh fuck Well, the germaphobe will just have to learn to deal with it. In the meantime, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, If you enjoyed our shenanigans tonight, please be sure to follow us on all of our social media pages. We are Chronicles of Kriath Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And if you don't listen to us on traditional podcast platforms, you can find all of our episodes on our YouTube channel, Chronicles of Kriath Podcast. Uh, We're going to leave you with a brief message here in a moment, but before we do, thank you all again for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye! Oh, I was muted. Bye! 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 Hey everybody, it's Nathan, aka Rubo, from Chronicles of Kriath Podcast, here with a message from our friends over at Instacart. We understand that life gets busy, both in our fantasy worlds and in real life. That's why it's good to save time where you can, and Instacart can help you save time on your grocery shopping. Skip the weekly trip and let an unseen servant or a personal shopper, as Instacart calls them, stop at your favorite stores for you. They'll pack out anything from fresh eggs and produce to your favorite snack of ingredients. I'll deliver to your door in as fast as one hour. And don't worry if you're a picky shopper. They pick items with your preferences in mind. But don't take our word for it. Try and start for yourself. And if you use the link in our description, you'll get free delivery on your first order over $35. So what are you waiting for? Your groceries aren't going to fall out of the sky, but with Instacart, they can be delivered to your door.